Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is... If I look at my computer, because I've actually lost track of what day of the week it is and where am I. It's December the 14th, 2017. And uh, we are we are a little earlier today, for those of you on the live stream. And uh, started even earlier than the earlier original, because I messed up and I, I had 7 p.m. Atlantic in my mind, and it was 7 p.m. Eastern that we were shooting for, but it doesn't matter because we got ended up starting closer to 7 Eastern anyway, so here we are. Yeah! I'm filthy, I haven't showered because I've been just non-stop reading about this stupid godforsaken crypto nonsense for four straight days, but we're here. And we've got things to talk about, video games and everything in between. Gentlemen, how are both of you doing today? Mr. Black, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tired. Very tired. Um, but good. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And how are you, Mr. Panic? Uh, I'm doing all right. Running a, running a bit of a fever, I think, but uh, should survive this podcast. Well, that's Hopefully good. see some laser swords tonight. Amazing. Yes, laser swords. Uh, that is a thing that's happening this evening. The first runs. Uh, I have gone pretty much social media dark because <laughs> I won't be seeing it uh, right away. So I'm going to I'm going to have to be uh, play my, my cards close to my chest, I guess, here for uh, for the time. Not being. very good at card games, though. Uh, that's true. So I might get I might get caught off guard, but uh, but hopefully not. And, uh, yeah, but you're, you're going to go see that Mr. Black, when are you scheduled to hop in? Um, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, tomorrow. Um, and I don't know if it's a late show or seven o'clock. I bought the tickets like two months ago, so I have to just double check and see what the time is. Yeah. I thought my tickets were like for 1130 tonight. So I was just going to do the podcast and then roll up, roll up to Westchester, which is where my tickets are like an hour away. Um, and then my buddy's like, yo, it's at 1030. And I'm like, sweet. That'll be fun. yeah it'll uh it'll be it'll be a gong show i'm sure for anyone everywhere uh as all star wars releases are uh but uh i'm going to go with despite the fact that i have avoided everything for it i'm going to assume that this one is going to be even better than the last one was uh and only saw that first trailer i have not seen anything else i didn't see anything after that first trailer yeah, um, I've just seen I, I I've seen like the odd flash on the TV, uh, but not like the full the full meal deal. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, today, since we are indeed in the month of December and approaching the holiday season, uh, and by that I mean we're technically in the season, but the holidays, I guess specifically, the news is just getting thinner and thinner. And thinner like Tiger Woods hair. It just just keeps going back and back to almost nothing. Because most publications are bringing out their top 10 games of the year or their, their game of the year awards and their, their category awards and all this stuff. And since collectively we don't even play nearly enough games to have those lists, we're reliant on we're reliant on the the slop, the the spillover, the 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 hot topics that show up briefly throughout the news week. It send uh, you one more thing that did occur like in the past day or so. Oh, okay. 
Oh, right, that. Okay, yeah, that's true. We can, we can tie that in for sure. Uh, but the first thing on the list that we can talk about, I suppose, is, uh, just, just to, I'm gonna front load this one, is that Patreon reeled that shit back in. Mm, Real quick. Real quick. They they tried to double down, and then they're like, no, this is actually a bad idea, abort. Yeah. (laughs) And the double down got even worse. Yeah, they got, they got really, really, really antsy. Um, they did... They did try to do like that little release and uh, where they were kind of explaining away, you know, what was happening. And, oh, don't worry, guys. It's going to be okay. To which everyone said, no, fuck you. The hell are you doing? And uh, and they did. They totally backpedaled. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think they were going to, uh, to, to actually backpedal on it. But they did. And so I guess kudos to them for that. Uh, now they have to kind of build up trust with the entire community again. <laughs> so they've got to kind of start all over. They had just, which is annoying because they had just not all that long ago, they had just built up all this goodwill with the community. And then in one foul swoop, they managed to erase basically everything that they had up to that point, And now they got to work kind of from, from square one again, but right, look, uh, at least they acknowledged they screwed up pretty bad. And yeah, they said they're going to have to figure out how to do it, but they'll at least engage the creators this time. So you know what? A win's a win. This is true. It is a win. Uh, thankfully. And it's a win. It's not even really a win for us necessarily directly. It's more of a win for, a win for it's a win for everyone. That's not Patreon. Yeah, basically. Uh, but it's, it's good news because that we did, you know, uh, here, at least on our Patreon, we have a number of, of $1, $5, $10 uh, yep. tier people, and that would have sucked balls. Wrecked them. <laughs> Just would have been a complete mess. So uh, that was a, a, a serious, a seriously nice thing to see. So that's, that's out of the way. Hopefully that's the last of that we're going to hear. And they don't come back, although they said they're working on, you know, because they still have to, I think the way they worded it was, you know, that we still have to figure out a way to solve some of these problems that this originally set out to solve. Mm. So now we get to wait for the uh, the follow-up at some point. You know, what what is it that they're going to try and do to solve the problems that they have, uh, I guess, decided exist uh, within the system? Hopefully whatever solutions they do have are a hell of a lot better than whatever the fuck that was. So, <laughs> so oh, we'll, we'll have so. to... We'll have to wait and see. Uh, and as far as gaming-related stuff, uh, and I'm panicked, probably going to have the most talk about this, uh, I'm sure, but Star Citizen is being sued by Crytek right now for things related to Crytek's engine, which at some point, uh, you know, uh, Star Citizen was built on so, uh, so yeah, go ahead, panic. Yeah, so this is actually like, and again, this is a really polarizing topic because there's people who are really against Star Citizen and people who are really for Star Citizen, um, and everyone is just jumping on this bandwagon on each side. So um, I'm going to full disclosure initially in the beginning. I am a backer for Star Citizen. Um, I have been following it, but I'm not fanatical. Um, pretty much, I know what I got into when I crowdfunded it. So, um. Either way, if they don't ship the game, whatever, that sucks. But if they do ship the game, I'll play it when it comes out. That's just my mentality. There's millions of other games out there I can play. So not the hugest deal for me. So that's kind of where my position is before I kind of jump into what actually happened here. 
Um, so Crytek makes CryEngine, which is everyone knows makes um, the game engine for games Can it like run Crisis. Crisis. Yeah, Crisis, Far Cry, <laughs> and all these games, and it's a really good engine when it comes to doing graphics. And it was a really good engine up until about 2014, um, when Crytek started running into money problems. Real bad. They were not paying their employees for months. That's how bad it was. Um, and around that time frame, um, you had there weren't many other engines out there. So Star Citizen is in development, and Amazon at the same time is starting to do a bunch of um, game development work. So Star Citizen being like, well, shit, if this company is not here and someone else buys the license, we might get screwed. So based on posts that they've put on their website and forum posts from like 2014, they're like, yeah, so we talked with Crytek. Um, We bought out the engine at the current version we have right now. We have all the source code. We have the engine. We hope they work their stuff out. But if not, we're okay. Right. And from that point onwards, um, Cloud Imperium Games, which makes Star Citizen, has not taken updates from Crytek, the developers of the engine. They haven't taken any patches, bug fixes, or anything. They've been doing the work themselves. So the original agreement that Star Citizen had with them was, hey, you know, you work with us, you know, we'll put branding and stuff on, and they had like a whole contract and everything, and that they were going to use CryEngine for Star Citizen. Great, whatever. Amazon comes in, sees that Crytek's in trouble, and they're desperate. So Amazon's like, We'll give you $70 million. You let us use the engine however the hell we want. Licensing, distribution. And Amazon uses that for the base of Lumberyard, which is their current game engine. Um, And the thing is, they have no further relationship with Crytek. They're not using them for anything. They literally just bought the engine off of them and went off to the races. And they don't even have to give Crytek any money for whoever else they give this engine to. uh, Crytek was desperate, took the money. Now, the hilarious part, which I don't know if it was coordinated or not, Amazon took the engine at the exact same version they split off as Star Citizen folk did. So Amazon went in one direction and Star Citizen went in the other direction, but Amazon only cares about doing all the crazy networking shit into AWS and making a ton of money by getting game developers on that. And then um, Star Citizen folk, they've been doing all sorts of graphics updates and stuff. So they're just like, you know what? Let's work together. So Amazon and you know, Star Citizen get together, and they pretty much start putting their engine stuff together and, and sharing notes. Um, and this is where I think the major issue is coming in now. Because effectively, Crytek was probably like, hey, we're just going to get contracts from these guys to do development for the, both of them, and we'll make money off of this you know, as they're being successful. Turns out both of them don't need Crytek anymore. They've already, since Crytek wasn't paying people, they've got all their developers. They, you know, they poached developers out. Even the attorney that wrote the contract between like Star Citizen and Crytek, <laughs> he works for Star Citizen now. <laughs> he, left, he left Crytek, he works for them now. <laughs> Crytek got absolutely dumpster. I mean, they made some stupid they made sales. Seventy million dollars. Yeah, well, right? but now well, here's what happens. Here's it gets worse. Seventy million dollars. Yeah. It gets worse because that that held them over for two years. They released a bunch <laughs> of crap games that didn't yeah. really do so well. Um, <laughs> Crytek had like a, a thousand employees. Hold up. Hold up. 
They had, that's why I did quote, air quotes. million dollars gone. Lasted them two years. Gone. Oh, dude, it gets better. In 2016, two years after, they were having trouble paying their employees again. Yep. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's gotten so bad that they've, like, in the past year, they've sold off, like, five of their studios and, like, some of their properties to try to keep afloat. And then all of a sudden, this lawsuit materializes saying, hey, Star Citizen made all this money off of our work. They said they were going to exclusively use us. And then they took all of our branding off. They're desperate. And they're not going to win. So They won't even be able to afford a lawyer to fucking fight the case. (laughs) So I was like, I was watching and reading up on some of this stuff. And I was reading the complaint. And I'm like, this complaint is really short for what they're arguing about. Like, they're citing, like, videos that um, RSI had, like, like, so Star Citizen is very transparent in some respects because they do a lot of content like they have a weekly show they do and they have like a bunch of things where they'll show developers like actually working on stuff and they'll talk about bugs they have in the game and they'll show devs like how they're fixing code and they'll talk about how they're going through their process and crytek's like in this bug smasher thing they're showing bugs and code from CryEngine that they shouldn't be doing all this other stuff and at some point they're just like yeah they should be giving us credit as copyright infringement now star citizen has been very blunt in saying hey we haven't been using your stuff in a while. We actually call this thing something different in-house because there was a ton of things we had asked you guys for for years. Like, and these aren't like little things. These were like big updates and upgrades they wanted. Crytek was not delivering, so they did it themselves. Like, these guys are like hardcore programmers too, so they did all the work themselves. But the original agreement that Crytek had said, bug fixes, patches, and upgrades that you guys develop, you have to give back to us. Star Citizen folks stopped giving it back to them after they bought the engine. Hmm. So now you have the issue where Crytek's trying to get back into the game with their Gen 4 engine, but they're behind. Like, they're behind Amazon, and they're behind, you know, Star Citizen or SIG at this point. So they're probably trying to figure out, like, well, shit, we can't really release Gen 4 if it's going to be worse than this other stuff out there. So what I'm hearing here is that despite the fact that Crytek made some terrible life choices... Oh, yeah. And a series of terrible life choices. They still have a monicum of merit here in what they're coming at. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the lawsuit citizens. is not entirely frivolous, which is why it's concerning. Mm. But at the same time, um, it all comes down to what the terms of the agreements were. Like, we, we don't know the full game license agreement. But the other big thing is what was in the contract when Star Citizen bought the full engine from them in 2014. I think the real question is, do we give a shit? <laughs> you, you might not, but a lot of people do. Like, okay. I'm, I'm a backer of the game. It's been blowing up. Like, You're never you know, getting people. your game. You're never getting your game. I, play, right. I was playing the game earlier this week. You are playing a shitty beta version of Alpha, whatever the yeah. fuck they were trying to do. I'm one of those <laughs> haters you talked about at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of those guys, so it is what it is. Yeah. I don't care. Sue the fuck out of Star Citizen. It's not like they, got the, they don't get the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's probably their biggest their biggest hurdle now is that they just flat out don't have the money. I mean, even if they have a case to work, uh, Star Citizen could just drag it out so long that they run out of money and can't even act on it. So, like, un- unless their case was so like like you said, we I'm don't know what Amazon's going to do. Like, if Amazon's just going to jump in and say something, well, what is Amazon going to do? Because I mean, the the closest Amazon actually have has, now is that they Amazon moved it to Lumberyard. But well, Amazon and um, this is why it's interesting because Amazon and um, Cloud Imperium 
are doing a lot of sharing back and forth because Amazon is doing like pretty much when Star Citizen folk, they want net code or major enhancements done to the engine. They talk to Amazon and Amazon does it in exchange. They're giving Amazon all the crazy stuff they've done on the graphics. So they're working yeah. a lot closer together than normal, but also from the market standpoint, um, a lot of game developers and you don't see Lumberyard used by big games yet. Cause a lot of studios, they don't want to give the architecture or the servers to some outside company to run just yet. They want to do it themselves. But if Star Citizen actually does well, if they deliver and it's running on like Lumberyard with AWS and they do it well, it's a big win for Amazon. So Amazon would be willing to take a loss if they can demo that, hey, this tech works really fucking well. Well, I mean, then it'll bring other people in. Amazon, Amazon doesn't and really. This will be pennies for them to deal with. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I don't, I don't think Amazon's going to give a fuck in this in this particular situation. I think, I think ultimately, the only thing that matters is the agreements that at the time of the of the purchase, yeah, uh, Cloud Imperium, because. Uh, because, like you said, they they went ahead and they started exchanging stuff with with Amazon as well, giving code out both ways. So, depending on the agreement, Cloud Imperium could have also fucked themselves by get, handing over shit to to Amazon in the middle of all of this when they weren't, you know, legally allowed to be handing, you know, updates that they were making to Crytek's engine in license to somebody else. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it, it all depends on how they did the exchange or if they did a full Yeah, exchange. so all we have to do now is wait and see what the, I'm, I'm sure the agreements will be the next thing talked about, you know, the next details, because the only, like you said, it's a very thin, you know, attack that they've come at uh, Cloud Imperium with. Uh, I'm sure there will be more on the way, but uh, yeah, until we know the agreements, tough to say. Uh, I don't necessarily want to see Star Citizen fail. I don't have a, I don't have a, a horse in this race. Uh, if it does, I don't really care. Um, you know, if it does well, I think that's great because it will be, despite the delay, the greatest crowdfunding game success of all time, uh, to date. Well, it still is. I mean, even if it does fail, it's still. Well, okay. I'll say the one that actually reaches market. The one that delivers. uh, The one that delivers. The great, I'll reword it. The greatest delivery of a crowdfunded video game of all time. Like even if Star Citizen does come out, say in the year 2020. Right, which is probably realistic time frame of when this game would actually get released. So if it comes out, say twenty twenty, is how do you think this game is going to perform? Like I feel like the people that have backed it are going to be the ones that are going to play this. There might be some small interest outside of that circle, but they're not going to blow up to be this big, massive game. Um, they just, I just don't see it happening. It's not like they get released and everyone's like, you gotta, it's not like it's a destiny or it's a They fucking, have almost 2 million backers know. already. Yeah, but I mean, how many of those backers are, backers are still hanging out with, with, with Star that's, Citizen? That's this the big is, question. That's the big this question. This is from way back in the day, right? Some of them probably even forgot the game exists. They just moved on. There's probably a couple hundred thousand people that are actively going crazy on the forums and checking out updates. I mean, you even look on Twitch where people are playing the game and ain't nobody watching. Nobody cares. There's, I don't see anything about it. You know, the only time I ever hear about it is here on this podcast and that's it. Like this is supposed uh, to be the biggest game ever. Like I think the only reason that we're ever going to see or the next level of interest in it outside of the, the core group of people that are waiting, like you said, for updates is when there's a proper announcement made for a release date, 
when they we lock might the release get date that, in. We might get that next week. That's the only, I think that's the only time yeah. where the rest of the gaming community that's been sleeping on Star Citizen now for like the last two years because it just went into this, you know, full-blown development mode, this endless development cycle, whatever the fuck you want to call it, for good or bad, for better or worse. Um, if they announce an honest-to-God, hey guys, here's here's the release date. Now, obviously, there's a good chance, like every other game in the market, when it announces, it's going to get like a, a three to six month delay, but whatever. The fact that there is a date set is probably going to be when Star Citizen's talked about again in the mainstream. Pretty much what people are at a hoping level. for next week, for the announcement next week, is that, and again, for me, I'm going to be really disappointed if they don't at least give us this next week. Um, they want them to say, hey, the single player campaign version, like episode one, which is supposed to be like 20 something hours of gameplay or something, or 30 hours of gameplay, um, you know, that's going to come out in this time frame sometime next year. That's what a lot of people want to hear. They want to hear that we're getting at least a single player part of it sometime next year. Um, mm. And that's kind of like the uh, tipping point for a lot of people. Um, and if we don't get that, that's going to be interesting. But they're, they're, they've been leaning towards they're announcing something big for the single player stuff next week. Speaking yeah, of six planets, six planets. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crowdfunded games, PUBG hit the Xbox preview uh, in the last week, and it plays like a steaming heaping pile of horseshit. What a shocker about, that about is! About exactly what we expected it would do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want PUBG to do well, okay? Let me clarify this. Every time I dumpster PUBG, I have to clarify. Look, look, I'm pulling for PUBG because I like that style of Battle Royale game, but fuck me if this game isn't one of the most broken fucking things to have ever existed. And I mean, we all knew... Oh my god. We all knew that if... if I had if, hopes. If we can't run PUBG well on our super strong fucking PCs... Even in, like, the best case scenario, even on the Xbox One X, like, did anybody really expect this game to be more than a fucking PowerPoint presentation, let alone just get on the servers? That was actually the bigger problem, is that while it's technically (laughs) very rough, they can't even get, like, people were having a a hard time even logging in. It just was flat out just not letting people log (laughs) in. It was giving them, like, a bunch of different error codes... Uh, it was just, just this hot mess. I don't even know if that's been resolved yet. Are there any console shooters that have more than 64 people on, in a map? Uh, doubtful. And if you think about that, all of PUBG starts in that little tiny lobby area. How do you fit a hundred people on a console on that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it is unreal Four, and it should technically be able to pull it off. I mean, really? But no, it is it is definitely going into some weird territory. But I mean, yeah, it's it's bad, and uh, the community is though it's weird. The, uh, so on the PC side, people are in general in consensus whether they're they're pulling for PUBG or they're not pulling for PUBG that the game is in a pretty sad state currently. Yeah, you know um, what? Fortnite is actually it's really gaining fun. massive momentum yeah. on PUBG. Massive. Well, what like did not I, even small, huge. What did I say? I played Fortnite what did I the other say, day, and I'm like, so good. Yeah, what did I say a couple of months ago? I said PUBG yeah. is going to have two months after Xbox release 
and shit's gonna go tits up if they can't fucking figure it out. Oh, that and timer started. This the timer started, and yep. <clears throat> we're already a week deep, and it's not looking so hot. <laughs> we got more viewers right now for Fortnite than there are PUBG. Yeah, right now. So here's the so thing: is lyric like, playing or something like who's who's no, carrying Fortnite? Anyone? Yeah. Lyrics not playing. No, it's, it's just numbers. People, just numbers. Get wrecked. And that's the sad thing. Like, we don't like dumpstering games, but they give us so many reasons to dumpster them. Like, PUBG especially. Like, I would love for there to be, like, a solidly well-developed Battle Royale game. And Fortnite is going to come in, and right now you're seeing it. They're eating Blue Hole's cake. Of course. And they're enjoying it. This is the best-case scenario right now yeah. for, for PUBG, because what happens? I mean, it's because here's what happens, right? Fortnite's already on consoles. They beat them to consoles yeah. ages ago. Yeah. People go and buy PUBG on the Xbox preview and they go to log in and for six straight hours they can't even log into the game, let alone play a match. What do they do? Let's hook up on some free-to-play Fortnite. Yep. And that they don't go Fortnite, back. That original no, they Fortnite don't, they realize game. better. <laughs> that original <laughs> Fortnite, they didn't really know what type of game they wanted it to be. I really want to know who there was just like, you know what, let's try making a battle royale out of this game. That was somebody a who move. saw the success of PUBG and said, yeah, I we can. That yeah. Person, somebody I, got a raise. I hope that a person big, got a promotion. Like, not a just a raise, raise, but a big-ass promotion with it. Somebody, yeah. somebody is running the company now. Yeah. You know that director of Common Sense we were talking about for EA? You're I hope right. that guy got that job. <laughs> but, anyway. uh, yeah, so... Uh, I was interested. I haven't touched PUBG since, I don't know, last time I played it, which has been forever ago now, because I said to myself, you know, I'm just tired of of the server issues, and I'm, I'm tired of, of how broken the game is. I can only have fun with it for a couple of matches, and then it just builds up, and I'm just not having fun anymore because the game is just so fucking whatever. Um, some people can look past that shit. I'm not one of those people. Um, so I just stopped. I said, look, I'm going to wait until the full 1.0 release and then we'll, we'll give it some, I'll, I'll come back to it then. And apparently I haven't missed anything because when they started releasing like this new map and they, they were pushing the, the test server stuff out and they were doing the vaulting and everything else. I'm watching streamers, the big guys, uh, you know, doc and Vis and, and, um, I'm missing one off the top of my shroud. Um, you know, they're all, and they're all experiencing just shit. Just pure, liquid, so the big, hot, uh, The charity thing that shit. they had with Twitch, like that old, like, Twitch tournament they had for charity with PUBG. Yeah. The final two, the guy was stuck in a shed. So Shroud just headshotted <laughs> him from far away. Because like, he's just like, and then afterwards Shroud fell back. He's like, oh man, that guy was stuck in the shed? He's like, yeah. Esports ready. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, and it continues to be bad. It continues to be really bad. Uh, people on the new map, the rubber banding is worse than I've ever seen it. Uh, I mean, I had some bad the new rubber banding. The pretty cool, though. But it, oh, the map's great. It's fine. That's, that's the thing about PUBG, is that conceptually, it's fantastic. everything's fucking great. But the actual, like, performance of said game and being able to play it is the worst of any popular title in my memory in at least 10 years. I can't think of another game of this magnitude that has been so shit for so long. Now, before people get upset about the whole, well, this thing's in early access, well, that's that's fine. You know, up until, you know, the last, let's say, month and a half, two months, you could have told me early access, and I would have been like, yeah, you know what, you're right, I should check my expectations at the door, that's cool. 
we are as of this recording, we are six days from when, by definition, the developer is releasing the 1.0 full first release of PUBG to the masses. At that point, they're considering the core game is done. They will continue to obviously add and patch and whatever else, but to them, the shit is done at the core. And if you watch or play it right now, it is so far from anything that resembles a game that is complete, even by any by any definition. It's so far away. <laughs> and uh, what was um, Player Unknown himself continues to be a fuckboy on Twitter. Constantly, now he's on Twitter talking about how intellectual property uh, doesn't exist in video games, or like intellectual property rights don't exist in video games. And he keeps whining about people uh, biting his idea, like his genre, his thing that he created, blah, Why blah, blah, blah. Why doesn't he just stop worrying about what other people are doing and actually create Get a good game? Together. Because he's coming off like a whiny cuck he is. that is salty as fuck. That he can't get his shit together and his team can't get their shit together to create a coherent video game and everybody around them are biting their style and doing it better. Welcome to the world of entertainment. It's been like that in movies. It's been like that in music. It's been like that in video games. It's like that in anywhere. You know, if even if you're a streamer and you're not on top of your game and you get complacent, someone's going to do what you do and they're going to do it better unless you're willing to innovate. And keep up that grind. It seems like they made a fuck ton of money. And they got, they got complacent as shit. Like every big, humongous, gigantic, enormous, fucking huge ass monster dick game that comes out. And they drop the ball. They you know just what? say, we're too big. We do whatever we want, baby. We I, run it. I, I have, I have some, I, I take a different stance on this. I don't think they got complacent. I just think that they don't know what the <laughs> fuck shit. they're doing. I <laughs> think they got confused. They got confused. I think and lost. I they think, got too big for their own good. I think that this is what happened. Player Unknown saw dollar signs licensing out his shit to Blue Hole to develop this fucking game and to put him on the board in the process. He saw some dollar signs and I don't fucking blame him. Nope. Even a little bit. He sees this is the developer for Terra, one of, for many years, the most popular free-to-play MMOs in the fucking world. Okay? This was not like some rando indie developer hiding in, like, some, you know, the back of a restaurant in Korea. This was a honest-to-God development house. Okay? Specifically with online-related shit. They're an MMO developer of one of the major ones. You would think... That of all of the things, they would be a pretty good choice for, for, for this, kind of, uh, this kind of project. So he goes and he does that shit. He hands it off. And then th- the game takes off like a bat at a fucking hell. Right early access. And the player base is just ramping up. And they... <laughs> I feel like they marketed out, it too well. They're finding out that I don't think they thought... I don't think Blue Hole thought, I don't think Player Unknown thought that this was going to do as well as it did. Yeah. And at no point did Blue Hole decide that we should be taking this endless stream of money that we're bringing in and bring in people that know the fuck they're doing. Instead, they just, what do they do? They broke off a little corner piece of Blue Hole and created PUBG Corporation and said, all right, guys, you're going to handle it. So now when people get mad 
they can just yell at PUBG Corp and we don't at Blue Hole keep eating penis on a daily basis for fucking this game up every single time we release a friggin' update. So they do that. They break off PUBG Corp, which is probably run by about 14 people and a dog. And they are keeping... (laughs) (laughs) You straight-faced that. It caught me off guard. So so they're keeping this team. I'm guaranteeing you right now, they are keeping this team as small as humanly possible, despite the fact that they are swamped in over their head, possibly even not even competent in the areas required for this genre and this game at the scale that it is currently at to keep the margins as high as humanly fucking possible. And now here we are with the Xbox preview. Again, dollar signs. Oh, we're going to consoles. But then somebody went, wait, we only have 14 people and a dog working on this game. (laughs) Working on this game. And now we want to develop for PC and Xbox in parallel when we can't even parallel our fucking updates on PC? How in the shit are we going to do that? And the answer is they don't. They, they don't. They fail at it, uh, and and they have a very small window. I mean, they've already made tons of money. I guess it doesn't really ultimately matter. It doesn't matter at this. It doesn't point, really yeah. matter. But uh, but I think for player unknown, he's got like a huge ego problem, right? And he's insecure as fuck. So he, despite the fact that he's going to make a lot of money on this, if this game doesn't turn around and continue to dominate the way that he wants it to, he's going to be fucking salty as hell. He's going to jump off a small bridge. Yeah. It might, it might not even be a small bridge. It yeah, might no. be a sizable bridge. Yep. Uh, but yeah, speaking it's... Of, speaking of jumping off, did you hear about that dude on, on YouTube that that uh, he does like crazy stunts and he was hanging off a building and then he just, he fell and died? Was he Russian? No, he's uh, Chinese, I think. He's Asian, Asian descent of some sort. But um, yeah, he's like a big YouTuber and he's done crazy, crazy stunts and like the, um, he let's was climb to a crane and then hold on yeah. to it with one hand type yeah, shit like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, that's a fad. Pictures. That's amazing. Yeah, so he um he gets on top of like a 60 story building mm-hmm. and he's uh hanging off it and you could tell like he he didn't have great grip and he almost didn't seem like he had a lot of energy to begin with, but he's sitting here he's doing like push-ups from the on the top of the building and then you can notice as he goes to do another pull-up or sorry, not push-ups, pull-up. Yeah. Um. He kind of gives out a little bit, and then he, you could see he's struggling. It's almost like he he did like three pull-ups, and then he was going for the fourth, and the fourth just wasn't happening. And then he tried to grip the side of the building with his foot, and he, he, he was just slipping, slipping, and then he just jumped, and bye. It's all over YouTube, man. It's pretty fucked up. Rip. Yep. Rip. I mean, yep. it had to happen eventually. We see these yep. pictures and shit all over the place. It seems to have originated in Russia, like most crazy shit does. And uh, and more and more people were doing it. I mean, you see guys like doing handstand push-ups on the end of build, oh, like shit. edges yeah, of buildings just... and shit. Just it's a Darwin Award, and he won it. He took home the gold prize for Darwinism. You've now officially yeah. officially cleaned up the gene pool because you just tried to do pull-ups on a 60-story building when you can't even hit four. Good yep. job. Oh, God. And he was filming everything. Like, you, you can watch the video. It's just, you don't see the, the landing, obviously, but you see him fall. Oh, my show. God. And, it, like, it, it, like, when I first saw it, like, I knew I knew it was coming. Like, I was watching it. It, it was, like, he does his last thing. And then when you see it, it, like, choked. Like, it was, like, 
there, I felt like something was in my throat. Like I was like, oh, yeah. oh my god! Like well, this I dude mean, just fell sixty stories. Like you, and you can watch. He doesn't panic or anything, but you know he's struggling, and then just gone. You're just like, oh shit, it's fucked up. So, okay, hold uh, on. That just uh, happened. Okay, hold on. I need to listen to this. It's long though. It's like four minutes. What is? Uh, yeah. One sec. I'll link it to you. It literally like just happened like twenty minutes ago, apparently. But it's Jeff. Well, are we getting breaking news? Somewhere? No, this is this is some big ass news. Mr. Yeah, Black. I'm. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I was, I'm gonna let you guys decide if we want to talk about it or not. But yeah, what do you mean big ass uh, news? What do you guys want? Panic! While I talk about this and set this up, can you do me a favor and find a way to download that so I have the audio to inject post? Guys, what's going on? Just you do that. To, I, I don't know how to download you. Twitch. What's video? going on, you guys? You just figure it out. Figure right. it out, Panic. Okay. This okay. is your job. This I'm is big news for the four people watching at home. This is a big fucking deal. Dr. Disrespect is apparently taking a break from Twitch for fucking up heaven. I'm just, this is all conjecture. I have not listened or watched or anything. After apparently, allegedly, we'll use our favorite word, Allegedly cheating on his wife. Dun 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 dun. dun. It's messed up though. I fucking hope that he didn't, because uh, my my yeah. respect for Doctor Disrespect will fucking well, it goes to floor it goes to zero. zero zero that quick. It actually goes that quick. So um, as of right now, it's probably just a rumor. No, but this is again, a clip from no, his stream that we're about literally to, like, him. Panic, panic can link you the thing. I'm going to listen. I just to don't it. know how to. I just don't know how to download it. Like, to, so we can Adam can play it. Uh, oh. okay. Um, like, this is literally from his stream. Him talking. Right, I'm, I'm watching. Oh, this. clip it and download it. That'll work. It is. That's a link, isn't it? Uh, that's not a. This. That's not a clip though. Oh. Like if right, you clip I'm, it, I'm, I'm muting you guys. I'm watching this. All right, no, Jeff, back. I'm going to count down so we start at the same time, so we can both react at okay. the same time. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Right. Let me know when you're All ready. Right. I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, it's three minutes forty three seconds. Just started it up. I'm going to tell you when to uh, skip ahead to one fifty four. Oh, one fifty four. Oh, one fifty four. Yeah. Okay, pause at one fifty four. Then. All right, uh, pausing. Whoa. Okay. I see him. Oh, God. All right, 154. That's a bad look already. All right, three, two, one, go. Hey, guys. Uh, <clears throat> kind of have a, a little bit of a little bit of an announcement. Um, and I just want to be completely transparent with you guys uh as you guys know i have a, a beautiful family and a wife and kid and um i want to be transparent that i've been unfaithful and And uh, and I'm probably going to be taking some time away, time off, to focus on um, uh, 
<laughs> Stupid fucking mistakes, man. I'm going to take time off to focus on my family. And, and so I just wanted to let you guys know that. And I apologize to you guys and Slick Daddy. You guys are... I apologize to you guys, my sponsors and Twitch. And this is not this is not who I am. It's it's not what I represent. And <clears throat> that's it. Well. Ah. Holy yeah. shit. That was entirely unexpected. Well, you know, it just goes to show. Did we just lose one to fame, boys? Absolutely. So. It's 100% what it is. You know, you got a lot of a lot of women, the fame, the money. <sighs> All the, the awards uh, and everything. The, like. inv- the uh, invincibility complex, the, uh, you know, uh, the rock star complex. Get too big too quick, and uh, you get consumed with your own ego. GG. Holy shit. I mean, I'm not going to make excuses for a dude that does that shit. Of course. But it still doesn't change the fact that it's always hard to watch that shit. Yeah. You could tell he's upset. He's he, he realizes he made a mistake. Everything what he did. Some major regrets. And the 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 problem the only problem with this now and I guess the he went out to did the, you know to do this so that before something else broke it, right? Doing himself, which is the, obviously oh, the course. right way to do it, right? Yep. The he problem, took off the the glitz and glamour. Everything gone. Just laid it out there. The the problem is is that people will now be wondering if and be talking about if the wife found out or if he just came clean, which would be two totally different scenarios. It's still a shit gig one way or another, but the next thing people are going to wonder is, you know, did he just get caught? And now, because if he came out himself to his wife and said that, right, that is, it's still shit that he did it, but it's not a scenario where it's, oh, I'm feeling sad because I got caught. It's a, that's an honest, regretful, I fucked up. I'm still telling you right now before you yeah, find out. I mean, but you're, if the you're wife in an finds industry. out, and then you, and now you're like, now you have to. It's kind go of a crazy industry, though. Like, you get put into those situations way more often than you would in I mean, other places. I mean, either or. It doesn't matter if he got caught or he did it, um, he still did it. And if I had to, you know, guess and speculate in this type of industry, there are no secrets. And, you know, if he slept with somebody that is in the gaming world, which I'm assuming probably so probably high chance. Yeah. Yep. Probably somebody within that realm. um, And maybe that person went and told some other people or whatever. And then he found out it was going to come out or the, Maybe the wife found it, or maybe he just came clean. doesn't matter what. Uh, either way, he did it. You know what, yeah. man? This isn't TMZ. You know what? Somebody's yeah. somebody, somebody's family, you know, they're, yep. they're going. This is this is domestic uh, issues. Um, this is something that him and his family. 
Um, you know, it says a lot about him that he'd come out and air the laundry out publicly with somebody that's so big and admit it, didn't make an excuse. Very apologetic. You can tell he's absolutely crushed. Yep. Um, you know, I was getting kind of choked up just watching him. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, it's, it's sad. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not going to sit here and, and say, you don't need to have conjecture about what happened. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, Dr. Disrespect, you know, um, you know, you're forgiven or whatever. Listen, it's. People, people He's in the spotlight work that do shit dumb shit. Himself, yeah, exactly. Right? I don't live his life, no. so I, I'm not going to sit here and judge. Everybody makes mistakes, but at the same time, you know that his entertainment value when he does come back, I'm not going to be the type of guy that's going to go, you know, oh, you cheating son of a whatever or what, you know, it, it, being an entertainer, his work. Obviously, when you're such a big influence in this space. You are going to make, like, when you do shit like this, it is going to impact not only your career, no, but big way, the, the yeah. sponsors that are associated with yep. you, the, you know, Twitch as a whole. Um, we don't know who the girl was. Is she associated with him or um, whatever? We have no idea. Um, but, you know, this this isn't drama alert. You know, we're not Keemstar here, you know, no, uh, no, doing no. whatever. It just but it, it happened and I needed, yeah, I wanted to see it, that. It's like a big sure. deal, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a at big... the end of the day, he's got a child and he's got a he wife, does. and this is real. Yeah, this is real, and this goes to show. Like I said, it's the rock star thing, and I guarantee that when he does, if he does talk about this again, which I'm sure he eventually will come yeah. out and say something else when it when everything cools down, um, he'll probably admit it from being. Well, a I mean, rock he, star, went, he went he went zero know, to where he, all he went zero to where he is in nine months on Twitch, at least. Yeah, on Twitch. Well, he was he he hadn't really done much on YouTube in ages, and and his 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 true fame where he is now is a hundred percent Twitch. Like nobody fuck care about his YouTube channel previously, whatever. The, yeah, that's where the character was born, but it wasn't the mammoth that it that it became on Twitch. And it's a hugely short period of time. He wins all these awards. He crushed it. He fucking. Crushed yeah. it for nine straight he, like, sweeped months. Sweeped everything this and year, and so and, and so when you and on top of that, he plays the rock star mentality. He play he basically his whole character is a nineteen eighties wrestler. Like like he mm-hmm. takes the same patterns of of theater from that, and when you play it up, it's gonna and you do it eight hours a day. Get it's going to become part of your personality. Then you get caught in these weird situations. You go to uh, these events and shit. And the wife's home. The wife's got home. Women are hanging all over you. Yeah. You're at these parties with alcohol and drugs and you name it. And you're the fucking center of attention. And I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to say any names, but for even the small events that Jeff and I went to back in the day. And I don't want to, uh, this is going to be the sexist, most sexist thing that I'm going to probably say in a long time. The, the women that, that were, are involved in large, by and large, the fangirls or even the ones in these everywhere, they are fucking hardcore thirsty. thirsty groupies. Not all of them, but there are a lot of them, like a ton Dude, of them. you will see smoke shows like straight. Dime pieces, yes, with straight two pieces, yes, of nerds, and it's well, because like, they want the parties. They, I remember, they like the money. I remember we went, we were when we were in uh, Rhode Island, and we went to uh, the after parties. Star, this is when Starcraft was actually relevant, and uh, we were at the after party, and with the situation you just described, a, a ten spot, and Leoc. 
16-year-old yeah. Korean kid, bless his heart, is not a 10. And and he didn't even <laughs> and he didn't and he didn't he's even like dance he's moves on are the, a 10. Like he's on the dance his floor dance and I was like, yes. Jeff and I were clapping for him. We were like, yes. But at the same time, you're watching it going, No. What is happening right now? It's happening right but that is that is it so you can imagine take that and extrapolate it to the doc who is a legit six foot eight attractive he's, a stud. he's an he's attractive a stud. motherfucker he's a stud who who talks the talk walks the walk gets in this situation can you imagine the hordes of thirst the power thirst the they kenyans doc ridic- disrespect dick oh my god can you imagine the triple d so I can only imagine the the situations he probably found himself in in the last like you know four to six months of his of his life were probably bonkers, uh, and it's not okay what he did. But again, like we said, to wrap it up, it shows a lot that he came out, took off the pomp and circumstance, the makeup, the gear, uh, you know, bit the bullet, and and told the entire community. And let it all out, and didn't make excuses. I think that's the most important yeah, part. The There's zero, just zero excuses. He seemed a hundred percent regretful. That is a dude who, because he always struck me as a dude. Like I, I envisioned, like he's probably one of the greatest dads I could like yep. in the world. And so, yep. uh, in terms of like how he probably he's treats his little girl, he's a he's a man, and uh, you know Fuck. the temptations. You know, you put you put pussy in front of a in front of a dude. That is on the ultimate high, and the wife is at home. It's tough, and and under the right set of circumstances, listen, you you can you can make a mistake just like that, and Instant. and that's it, right? And so, ah, I feel I feel for him. I really do feel for him. He put it on himself, but I feel for him, and I and I'm it's gonna suck because it's gonna taint his entire career. Yeah, um, he's gonna deal with the amount of Twitch trolls will be absolutely oh, astronomical. Bad. Uh, from here on out, it's the same with Man vs. Game. Uh, yep. You know, as soon as he came out with his problem, which was amazing that he would come out and admit to these things and help somebody. There was like a um, six and there's month a twist to it, slog. But, oh, they, for I mean, that would drive game. somebody right, right to go back to their, their yeah. advice, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see how he handles it and hopefully him and his family uh, can work this through. And yeah. um, obviously this isn't going to paint the full picture of him because he seems like a really great guy. I mean, I don't know him. Right, I don't know. He might be a complete dick behind the there scenes. Were, I actually have no usually, idea. But usually, usually there's like some a pretty dude. Yeah, there's you can you can hit some red flags pretty easily uh, in these in these kind of in, in instances. And I know I yeah, he always seemed like a, a pretty a pretty. I good met dude him in me. passing at TwitchCon. Um, this was like an after party, but he he was like he was like he wasn't in like full costume, but like he was like he seemed like to be genuinely enjoying himself and genuinely interacting. Like there were tons of people just like walking up to him to get selfies and stuff. And he was always like super happy about it. Like he didn't look, he was like enjoying the moment. Like he didn't seem like aggravated or whatever. Oh, he didn't. He I don't think he let, I don't think, I don't think in the general sense he let his celebrity get to his head. I yeah. think that this was just like a situation where like, yes, up. this, that, that is technically the same thing as letting your celebrity get to your head to, to, to bite on one of those situations where you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, have an affair basically. But um, when you watched him in general, just at conventions and interacting with people and shit, it is really, really easy to spot when somebody is fucking faking a storm up and just putting on the smile and signing the shit and patting the people on the ass and sending them on their way and whatever versus somebody who actually is enjoying themselves and being there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he was always in that latter camp. 
for sure. So yeah, hopefully it works it out. All the best to the family. Um, I'm sure that's not the last we've heard of it because he's so huge that we're going to get stuff trickled for, for time anyway, but we'll, yeah, all the, all the best for that situation. Um, hey guys, guess what time it is? It's time for movies and TV and movies. Here we are. Someday I'll actually have like a a jingle to put in here. Probably not. A man can dream. Um, so the one thing, the one thing that we had written down immediately, actually we had two things technically, and we can start with the, the newer one, I guess, uh, is the, the whole Fox Disney acquisition thing. That's a pretty big move. What do yeah. you gentlemen think about that? Go ahead, Panic. Uh, my newest favorite Disney princess is definitely going to be the Xenomorph. <laughs> but, um, oh, no, I, um, I feel like there's, um, there's, there's been, um, it's been like a will they, won't they for I think a couple of years now, um, especially with like Marvel and a couple other, you know, things that they've been wanting to get access to their properties back. Like they get X-Men back now. Yeah. Which means That's they can the big thing. Show. That's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be some regulatory hurdles with Fox and Disney trying to merge now. But beyond that, like, I don't really see a problem with it. Like Fox has done good stuff. Disney's done good stuff. This is bringing the family back together in, in yeah. respect. I think we'll actually get an actually good Fantastic Four film uh, down the road. Is that even think possible? About that. I didn't even think yeah, about that. Does such I, a thing will, exist? Yeah, we need Doctor Doom. Marvel does need one. Doctor Doom back in the fold, like for Marvel yep. stuff. Like he's relevant yep. villain. Very relevant. Uh, yeah. in, in everything that, like even the Avengers and all this other stuff, you know, there are Maybe characters that were not able to be part of all of this because of rights so now hopefully we will we'll get some new characters in the mix add them in um x-men will be great now they don't have to call them like inhumans or uh, you can do phase two properly now yeah so we'll see i mean there's still gonna be a bunch of hurdles because there's a lot of timeline fuckery there's a lot of like weird things that are going on between the different studios so it'll be interesting how they handle that or they just kind of pretend it never happened um we will see. But it's all good stuff. I mean, there's nothing bad about this at all. No. Fair, Fox hasn't been doing anything great with their stuff for a while. So so what's, when when do you think we're going to see the first fruits of this whole, this whole thing? Yeah. You might see the characters. I think probably in 19, 2019. You'll see the characters probably in 29, in 28. You might even see them towards the end of 2018. Yeah, December, uh, November. Like you won't see like any, I don't, you're not going to see any franchise films from the Fox stuff probably for another two years. Um, But you'll see the characters start coming in probably next yeah. year or so. We'll get a new Wolverine. We'll get all that stuff guaranteed. Yeah, what do you think they're going to do? Is, he, is that what you think, think they're going to cash gonna in be first on? Because that's what I'm <laughs> trying to figure out is, you know, what's their, they just spend all this money. What's their first here's, move to make some of it back? Here's my thing, though. Do you think Disney's going to be on board with R-rated movies again? Because they haven't I really think done so. anything. I, I think, though, they they might even, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to put, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's, That's a interesting. tricky one. Because, like, the Wolverine, like, Logan was R, Deadpool was R. Do you think Disney's just well, going to let that ride with the dollar signs? Yeah, I think so. I think they they will have their, their line of rated R uh, films, but um, they just probably won't slap Disney kind of all over it yeah. it might be like a little sort of studio that's under the umbrella of disney um but you never know they may just they may like pg-13 it up uh have no idea but 
I would imagine with this success, and to get to your question, I don't think they they're in any rush to make any money back. They're Disney. I mean, they're gonna they they, their Star movies Wars, are just billion dollar Marvel, movies, and they don't got everything making. Yeah, movies. I mean, they go ahead and buy whatever, and they're not like, oh, how do we get? How do we recoup this? It's like, hey, you know, Star Star Wars comes out today, you know. <laughs> Money recouped and some, yeah. You know? yeah so it's just yeah, what is whatever at they, this well, point. They right? can buy a movie studio with every one of every one of their movies that comes out. Yep, this is true. Who do you think plays next Wolverine? Any picks? Honestly, I, I don't, don't have one off the top of my head because you just so that's good. That's something. That's something I'm gonna have to think about pretty hard. But yeah. hopefully, it's think, not anybody you, big. I, well, I was gonna say, like, do you think they're gonna go like nobody to, to start it again? I think, uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be another person overseas. It won't be somebody North American. Mm. Um, but I think I think it'll be somebody that's reputable, but not movie but not star huge. status. Yeah, we'll yeah. need to get a name for that low money. The first film. Mm. Don't want to it's gonna be a much. tough. It's gonna be a very tough one. They might even go with a young Wolverine or something, right? Might oh, go, yeah, that's true. You know, to try and get somebody in that role for the next ten years or whatever the case may be. I suppose it's true. Um, you might. They might even go crazy and and bring back fucking, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, fuck Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. They might even pay him. Do you him think a, they could convince him to do that? Yeah, after? I don't think. So. I don't think so. I don't think so. But you never know, right? You know, you offer you offer a man fifty million dollars to do a movie, and he might just say yes. He might just say yes. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, the next one that we have here on this list, anyway, of the two things that Panic managed to drudge up from the depths of of no news this week was uh, the Venom movie, who is apparently hinting that this is going to be Sans Spider Man. No Spider-Man and Venom. What do you guys think? Mm. Get, yeah. I'm okay oh, with damn. that. Um, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan. Like, I, I do like the character, but I I would love to see a Venom movie about Venom. I, you know, kind of make him a Loki. Kind of make him an, an anti-hero. Somebody that's bad. Well, he's been an anti-hero. You know, he started off as a villain, but he he, he kind of became, like, the, one of the epitome anti-heroes of the Marvel Universe, other than, like, the Punisher. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of like big in that respect. Um, that's part of the reason why Carnage actually came about as a character. I was going to say Venom, how, Venom became get- like the antiheroes, so they went Carnage because they're like, we need someone even more freaking savage than Venom. Do we? Because we, we made Venom the savage. Do we get Carnage in the first in this movie, or do we not get? I Carnage? I don't think we're going to get Carnage for a while because I think Carnage is going to be R. Carnage mm-hmm. Carnage movie would need an R rating in it. I'm surprised. I mean, doesn't carnage. Venom also pretty much Venom might need one necessitate our? Um, yeah. On the acting and actors uh, casting side of it, um, Woody Harrelson is also um, in talks right now to join the movie alongside Tom Hardy. I'm in. Which makes it even more interesting to me. Tom Hardy. I'm already, and, I'm already in with Tom Hardy anyway. So oh yeah, I'm, but I'm like the Woody sold. Harrelson thing. Makes Tom it Hardy and, there, and, and Woody Harrelson, and you've you've well, just Woody. You've already you've. <laughs> I'm in. I don't really care. Put Bob Barker in, in his fucking Venom. I don't really care at that point. We've we've already made it. Although Tom Hardy would probably, I'm guessing, be the Venom casting possibility. I believe. Yeah, so. Tom Hardy's playing Venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So then, who, who would Woody, who would Woody be in that universe? It's rumored they haven't even announced a role for him. Hmm. I'm okay with that. Just put Woody Harrelson and everything. Huh? I'm okay with that. That's fine. He's your Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is my Matthew McConaughey. 
No, I just like Woody. I'm just happy Woody's in so much like high profile shit recently. I just I don't know. I can't even tell you why I like Woody Harrelson. I just <laughs> I just like him. It's because like I, true I, detective. I, I watched. Well, I watched. I, love him I watched Cheers. I watched Land. Cheers as a kid, good. and then I was like, oh wait, this is you know. And then uh, you know he was in the odd thing here and there, and then True Detective happened, and then it just put me over the over the fucking moon for Woody Harrelson. So, uh, yeah, give give me some more Woody Harrelson. That's literally all I have. Oh, okay. What cool. else? No what Star else? Wars. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, we. I mean, none of us has actually seen it. Um, yeah. Predictions, gents. On. I, I don't. I don't want to make anything. Predict. I don't want to do anything about Star Wars until next week. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeff knows where I'm at. Jeff knows where I'm at. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I don't want to think about staying it. Off the internet. Uh, I've yeah. been staying off Twitter. I've been staying off. I'll just everything. ask this: Do you think that you're going to enjoy it more than the first one? Episode, then episode seven? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Episode seven. I do. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Great. Star Wars done. All right. Uh, All right. There's actually a little bit more interesting <laughs> tidbit I just pulled up on the oh. internet about the Disney Fox thing. Oh, okay. What, what um, was that? Then? It wasn't actually about the Marvel stuff um, that they wanted to buy Fox for. They wanted it because it, it actually includes all the rights to Avatar and FX Network. So all the FX stuff that... Fox is done. Disney gets the rights to also. Wow. That includes like Futurama and all the FX shows that were really good because they want, apparently I think they're, it looks like this is coming from CNBC and some other stuff, but they're saying that they wanted it because they need content for the streaming service. They've been wanting to do. Isn't FX American horror story. It might be, but yeah, the, the, the deal required them to include the FX network stuff. Huh? Yeah, I guess I guess kind of like you guys were alluding to a bit with the movie side is I'm interested in how many toes Disney puts in the R-rated pond, so to speak. Yeah, so like it makes this actually makes more sense. Like I looking at it from this angle, it kind of makes more sense why they bought Fox other than the movie properties because they're pulling all their stuff off of Netflix next year. That's already been like announced, right? Yeah. So because they want to do their own service, but we we talked about their own streaming service what like a couple of podcasts ago, and we were like, what else are they going to do on there other than the like Disney stuff? But like, okay, no, this is like a, this is a big content stable that they're buying up, so it looks like they're willing to throw money to just buy content they can put on their own service. I guess. I mean, there's only really a handful of things on FX worth watching, so I don't. I mean, know. I used to watch all the FX stuff all the time. Like this includes like Buffy, Futurama, Simpsons. But, like, I used to watch, like, Rescue Me and a lot of the older FX shows. They were really good quality TV. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. I, I think, they, I think yeah. they really wanted X-Men, to be honest that, with you. They, they definitely yeah. do want X-Men. That's, yeah. that's what they want. Yeah. I think it's just a bonus. What, what, FXX is also a part of FX, right? So does that, yeah. is that also included then, I guess? I guess so. Man. Well, I guess now we get to wait and see what, how they treat some of this content that is most certainly not yeah. the usual Disney fare. Um, I still hate the fact that they're doing their own platform. That is some of the most fucking annoying but if nonsense. Could do it, it would be Disney. Yeah, but it's just so annoying. I yeah. just like how many. Uh, I mean, really, at this point, it's it's people might as well just not own cable. Period. Yeah. I mean, many people it's have already done that, and that's cool that, if you're a hipster stupid. that have already cut the wire for cable. But like, you might—it's getting going to get to the point where you're paying 
almost as much for just for all these streaming services to get your content than you were you for cable to, in the first place. You kind of have to realize, though, like, if you go off a of cable to cut the cord to save money just so you can watch stuff on whatever service is there, all those content producers like Disney, Fox, whoever, they're going to want their money somehow. If they're no longer getting it from, you know, Bell Alliance or whoever does cable in Canada, you know, Verizon, whoever here, and they're, you know, people are just going to Netflix, whatever, they're going to try to figure out how to get the money from the user directly. Well, so, of course. Yeah. Of course. But I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying, I'm not yeah. saying that it's a stupid business move for Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's horribly fucking annoying at the consumer level. Inconvenient for us. It's, it's really inconvenient. And there's going to be some. At the same time as what we asked for. I guess. I mean, I suppose. I, I don't know how much I'm I'm on with that because it, it's just yeah it's it's silly because it just becomes so many different standards and and you're you're uh, just give me a Roku channel oh, well, and if I want it, it I'll buy it yeah it's just from the consumer side it's bullshit uh I watched uh, or or I should say we watched um Guardians of the Galaxy two finally. We uh, joined the rest of humanity. There you go. Uh, finally. We did it. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, when I say okay, I mean, it wasn't like I was sitting there like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I didn't think it was a bad movie either. I just kind of, the, I was lukewarm about pretty much everything happening in the movie. Uh, and I really enjoyed, I mean, I went to the theater for Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Um, and I had pretty high expectations for 2. And it was just kind of lukewarm for me. I really, uh, Drax is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a touchdown and three quarters. Uh, he continues to be, uh, I think my favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy and when they the nipple tossed, payoff was phenomenal. Well, yeah, when they when they taught, oh yeah, the payoff at the end for for that joke, just I I, I slow clap. I want I just slow clapped. I was like, oh my god, they cashed in on that. That damn, it's a long time to cash in on that. That was a long sell, and they pulled it off. Um, but his interactions with what was her name, Mantis or whatever I think was her name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, best part of the whole movie. Uh, were were those two characters? They went. The thing I think that I that I that kept me lukewarm on Guardians, and I understand why it's the way it is because it's a lot for kids as well. Is that um, they would set up the joke, execute the joke, and then spend the next thirty seconds ensuring that you caught the joke. Like we really need to make sure that you understand that we just did this specific joke. So we're going to nail it home two or three more times and make sure it happens. I, I don't feel like they went that far with it. Um, and it was kind of went back to like one of the big pieces of feedback they got on and Drax was kind of one of the characters kind of guilty of doing that. But well, he was worse time, in this movie even about it than the first well, one. That was, there was a reason for it because in the first movie, when Drax came out as a character, um, a lot of parents and a lot of kids came out and they loved the Drax character because for kids who had um, you know autism social issues or, or autism Asperger's. and stuff like that, yeah. um, they could really relate to them. So Marvel was like, you know what? It's not a huge deal to you know let Drax kind of embody that because the parents were one of the big feedback from parents was my kids felt included when Drax would do something like that, and then they understood what was going on. 
Yeah. And, you know, it brought them into the fold. So I feel like they laid leverage that for two. And I was all right with it because, one, it was pretty funny to watch at the same time, well, I'm too. Not, I'm not, and I'm yeah. not necessarily talking about Drax specifically because I uh. understand exactly what you just said. Drax's character was, is definitely now being used as a an analogous figure like for yeah. yeah for kids in that spectrum right and that's awesome that they're doing that shit because even though i'm not in that target group i still think that drax is a fucking amazing character and i laugh whenever he does shit and it's great but i uh, like i don't know i could watch it again and and maybe i'd have more examples off the top of my head but i just felt like not every joke but the majority of the jokes and i'm not saying drax's specifically we're just like, here's the joke, and then let's make sure that you got the joke, uh, which just kind of dragged a bit uh, for me. Oh, one of the, probably the best example, and I know I might get some flack for this from some, from some people, but uh, the, the, I won't, I'll try and frame this, even though this is an older movie now, Baby Drac, uh, Baby Drac's Baby Groot trying to get the thing. And everyone should know that seen the movie knows what I'm talking about. That shit went. Uh, they they looked at the comedy rule of threes and said, "Fuck it, we're going for the comedy rule of 14. Make it awkward. <laughs> we're just gonna make it just more. Just keep going. Fuck it. We need this movie needs to be this length or so. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but that's like the best example I have is I is. Know. Baby Groot getting the thing. Fuck the comedy rule of threes. Just d- do like seven or eight different items. Fuck it. Go for it. Uh, it went a bit long. But anyway, thumbs up. As a, as a movie to watch for entertainment, fucking awesome. Probably was even more amazing in the theaters. I enjoyed it sitting on my couch just as much. So, good job. I think I think if I were to sit down and watch movies with you, I'd probably hate your guts. Probably. Yeah, I, just, I don't say these things when I'm watching them. Like I laughed out loud a lot watching Guardians and everything. Like I thought it was great. I did. I enjoyed it. But I just, I just kind of like, I, I was lukewarm, and then all of a sudden Drax would make a joke, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I yeah. just had a fucking blast watching that. I enjoyed movie. it. It was just so much. It was fun. fun. It, was it was probably fun. better in That's theater than it was is. sitting on the couch. Ultimately, like as a, as a, as a, like entertainment piece. But yeah, I still my, enjoyed it. I think it I mentioned it when bit. we talked about it. But my only issue with the movie was that they kind of knew what they were, but at the same time, they'd be like in like a serious part, and they would just completely break it with a joke because yeah. they knew they were getting too serious. Oh, yeah. And they did that, a, they did that a, like so many times. I was like, all right, you're kind of like rehashing the same like shtick, but I'll, I'll go with that. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. And they showed up. They're, they're now part of the, um, the whatchamacallit movie. Um Fucking the Guardians are in uh, Infinity War. Yeah, yep. that's the thing. That's yep, the yep, thing. Yep, yep. But yeah, yeah, that's go. pretty much it in movies. Amazing. Hey, Jeb. Yeah. Did you finish? Did you did you finish watching Stranger Things yet? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> and yeah, no. I haven't done. It. I've been started in front so of my how far are you? And crypto. That's what I was going to say. What if it was called Stranger Crypto? Would you be done then by I'd now? I'd be all over it. I would have <laughs> watched it crypt- ten times crypt- over, and I'd be analyzing things. the shit. Uh, yeah, crypto things. Uh, there you go, crypto things. I crypto like things. <laughs> you should do a you should do a crypto show called Crypto Things crypto with the whole things. like Stranger Things shtick. You should make it an eighties themed crypto show or a game of cryptos. Oh, uh, crypto, crypto of thrones. thrones. Crypto yeah. of thrones. 
a song, a, 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 a song of, song of coin of, and fire. <laughs> of, 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 oh, fucking Jesus. Move on to the next segment. For <laughs> we don't have the one, coin. do we? The coin and fire. Oh, no, the, next, the next segment is tech, is, there uh, go. tech support. Tech support. There you oh. go. All right, tech me... support, tech support, support. <laughs> it sounded like the beginning of an infomercial, like a bad late night infomercial. All right, let me get let me get questions up here. That's what I'm doing right now. Oh shit, we're back up above the 4K boys. The dream. The dream. All right. Oh, we got lots of questions this week. Fantastic. Oh, Fantastic. Let's see. Yes, we started early today. Panic is going to see Star Wars tonight, so uh, we just did a bit. I'm actually kind of happy we did it early today because I have some stuff I got to do later, so mm. it's all good. You mean there's crypto to do later? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to say things. We all know what you're saying. Oh yeah, we Crypto should actually probably until mention seven that. o'clock in the morning. This is what you're no, I'm going to bed that. by four tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, by four tonight. By oh, four. Easy there, um, Edge Lord. Should probably actually mention um, <laughs> we're we're going. Uh, we're doing Wednesday next week. Uh, yes, we are sure. next next week. For those of you yeah. on the live stream, we'll be doing it Wednesday uh, sure. next week. Um, well, so same normal a different time. day. Same. Yeah. What what time is it? Same time, just Wednesday. So or, yeah. or eight p.m. Yeah. Eastern time Wednesday. Yes. Uh, hey guys, got a question for you. Mm. All right, comes from uh, our boy Travis here. New ten dollar pledge. Mm. Thank you, fresh, Travis. Fresh, fresh off, off the, the block. So fresh and so clean. Yes. What is your favorite album or single of mm. all time? And what mm. is your favorite album or single right now? My favorite album and single of all time is Thriller. Michael mm. Jackson, Thriller, and the single, Thriller. Um, <laughs> Shock. Boom. Do, do I even need to explain why? It's the greatest album of all time. There is mm. not a better album ever in the history mm. of ever. So, Godspeed. What about now? Maybe new uh, uh, hit single and <sighs> album. I'm all now. over Post Malone right now. Um, Me too. I would say Post Malone. Oh, man. Oh. M's got his I new guess. album. Did you listen to that yet? Any of the stuff no. that's, been, that's been slowly leaking out for it? No, you know what, you know what it is. You want to you want a preview? Remember when M when M dropped Mosh back in the day for Bush? Yeah, he's got like a seven minute long song for America today. Uh, and it's I'm all dude. It's all over the place. It changes tempo, fucking beats. Like you don't even know what's happening half the time. Like I mm. look back over at the, at the track. I was like, is this still going? This is a different song. So yeah, it's some, yeah. There, there's some there's some I'm shit gonna, in there. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go post Malone. I'm on that Rockstar tip. Yep, um, me too. <laughs> you know, I gotta go on the Rockstar. But he's got he's got so many fire songs. He's got like five songs I just listen to on repeat. Absolutely. So I'm waiting for his new album. Post Malone's where it's at right now. He's my favorite artist uh, yeah. alive at the moment. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree uh, with that for for the current. If the, if you asked if you asked me this. You know, pre post Malone, it was probably going to be the weekend. I would have probably yeah. said Starboy's um, good, 
And who knows, the weekend drops some shit. I think that's going to be the fun thing. We'll see if the weekend can pull back on Post Malone because Post Malone's run fucking wild. Like you said, those five songs, it's yeah. not like Post Malone dropped one song and it got popular. He's literally got like five songs trending everywhere constantly right now. Mm. Um, as for my all time, I don't actually, I don't actually know. My tastes vary so much. I mean, if I had to pick one, then there is a good chance that instead of the Thriller album, it's uh, bad. Is probably I have both of those on vinyl. Yeah, so do I. Originals. Uh, mm. I've got two copies of the original Thriller on vinyl. Mm. Ooh, I just got my Star Wars tickets. I got ah. seven fifty tomorrow night. Mm. So um, for my end, um, I was gonna say Thriller, but um, I'll let Jeff have that one. Um, my secondary is going to be uh, a little bit more modern. Uh, Jimmy E. World Futures. Okay. Um, one of my. F- it, it, it's not one that like any individual song. I'm not too huge on, but like listening. It and it's rare to find an album that you can enjoy listening to from start to finish. I feel like it, it's a much better album when you listen to it from the beginning to the end. You know, without jumping to songs, they got some really good songs in there. It's one of my favorites. Um, right now. I'm going to get some flack for this, but uh, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. What's wrong <laughs> most with you, rec- dude? The most recent one was pretty good. What, are you, what is wrong with you? Look, look what you made me do, Panic. Look what you made me do. Unbelievable. I could have been on board with you, like, with, like every now and then, like, I'll... I'll not this album, but some... I can't even remember the name of the song. But there was a point where there was one song Taylor Swift did where if I was in the car and I wasn't paying attention so that I'd check myself before I wrecked myself, I'd be tapping tapping my finger to it. Can't remember the song. <laughs> but this new Taylor shit, I'm, uh, I can't I enjoy decide... It. I can't decide... Well, I could probably decide, actually, but for the sake of a joke, I can't decide what's worse. worse. Taylor Swift rapping or attempting to rap or Rihanna attempting to rap. I can't decide... Oh, it's definitely worse. Taylor Swift. Well, I, that's why least, I said that's why I said Rihanna looks good doing it. That, that's know? why I said there, there's an obvious joke <laughs> but for Swift the joke. Looks like a fucking weird tall horse, <laughs> fucking horse face. Sarah, I don't, watch, I don't watch the music videos, yo. She just gets on my nerves, music. man. I think people that like, I think dudes like Panic that like fucking Taylor Uh-oh. Swift are the same type of dudes Uh-oh. that like fucking weeb music. You know, like you have no, you have no idea what they're saying. It's just fucking stupid. It's just anyway, it's subjective. So by all means. God damn, that's just horrible. God, yeah, your no, favorite can... artist right now is Taylor Swift. The fuck are you listening to? <laughs> like, you know, it's it's one thing if you said, you know what, there's this Taylor Swift song that it, yeah, I find catchy, I like it, but your favorite living artist right now, this, no, I have this to go literal, with Tay-Tay. You actually say literal person like I knew what the fuck right you're talking now. about. Do you just Single say right Tay-Tay? Now. Yes. It's a joke from The Rock, man. But the guy, asked, Travis asked right now, I can't, I'm not going to lie to him about that. Oh. oh, you should have lied. It's horrible. It's horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I mean, it's I'm like not. Taylor I can't Swift. hate on him because I was all I up can. on on Justin Bieber for like fucking six nine yeah, months. Yeah, but Justin, but Justin Bieber actually was producing some good music. He's talented. Justin Bieber sucks ass. <laughs> Says the guy that likes Taylor Swift. Look, there, I got. She, I got. She fucks every dude in Hollywood and writes a song about it. And cries and goes on. Oh, look, I can't help it that I face. like the song right now. That's how I felt. That's Some how songs I felt get in about, your head sometimes. That's how I felt about about uh, 
about Justin Bieber when it happened. And I was like, I realized in the car, this was like his last album or whatever. Which is fire. Which is, yeah. But I, I was listening, I realized, I realized at one point that I had no idea I was listening to Justin Bieber. I was like, this song is fucking awesome. Every time it came on the radio, fucking turn that shit up. I was freaking all jamming to it. And then I heard it was Justin Bieber. And no joke, I inter- internally, like, muscles just fucking, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I had some cognitive it's, it's dissonance. Like, it's like, I was it's like, like that thing where you're looking at a hot chick. Like this. So the thing where you're looking at a hot chick and you're like, damn, I'd look at that ass. I'd fuck that. And then she turns around and it's like a dude and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you have to check yourself and go, all right, you know what? Props for the nice legs. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice ass. Not going to lie to you, but. You caught me. All right. You, you got, got me. Motherfucker, you got me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm never, I'm never looking at it again, but Jesus, you got me. God damn. <laughs> It's happened. it's happened. I'm not joking. It's happened. Oh, it's absolutely. That's happened to everyone. If you say it hasn't yeah. happened, you're just lying to yourself. Oh, it's, it's definitely it's, happened. Oh, it's absolutely. There's this, uh, there's this curse at conventions. Um, I've learned this, <laughs> but um, you guys know Kevin from uh, Amplifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ke- Kevin's on and, and off the juice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just, let, let me just, let me just go this way. Look, there's like a 90 percent chance if you run into a Got Sailor him. Moon cosplayer at a convention, it's a dude. So uh, oh, yeah, make sure absolutely. you uh, make sure you make that distinction before you like start checking them out, oh, talking yeah. to your friends about them. <laughs> and someone going on, he's like, "Dude, that Sailor Moon cosplayer over there is super hot." I'm like, "That's I'm a like dude." Tired for this. Tech I shit. had to, I had, I had to drop it. I was like, I, yeah. I'm happy for him because he's blowing up the gym. There was a period of time he was hitting me up for some workout routines, and I was like, "Dude, I haven't touched a goddamn weight in fucking two years, and you look like you've been jacking yourself up with horse tranquilizers for the last nine months." Just fucking. Just don't do CrossFit and call it a day. Fucking, I don't know. Uh, Mad um, props to the dude, though. Mad oh, yeah, props. he's jacked as fuck. He looks like he could pick up a car right now, for all I know. He's just, you know, steroids a hell of a drug. Um, um, all right, next question. Let's next question. What do you got? All right, I, that was mine, so somebody else can go. Uh, Virulin, who is a $10 supporter, $85 a lifetime. He said, in high school... We have a couple hour long assembly one year that had lots of fun and interesting stuff. At the end of the accolades given to students, like a diploma ceremony, I was given most likely to shoot up the school. This was just after Columbine, and I guess it, I guess I fit the stereotype. Okay. Okay. I wanted to refuse it, but was forced on the stage anyway to laughing and cheering. Have you ever been given a weird award accolades or awards that you hadn't been attributed to uh sorry if this goes above and beyond keep up the good work and uh congrats on surviving the patreon scare can we just back up the fun bus here for one second all right just jeff can i get a can i get a bus in reverse noise real quick uh beep beep thank you all right can we just can we just all accept the fact that apparently a school administration decided that it was going to be a good idea to hand out an award for most likely to shoot up the school, let alone actually give a student said award. Force them up to it. But post Columbine, be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do the joke. Let's do most likely to shoot up the school. Can you imagine if you do that right now? You'd be sued into the fucking ground. You crazy that is? I wonder if on the the certificate it had most likely to shoot up school. 
Oh fucked up. God, it's we, we terrible. Did, we, did, we didn't have that. We, in, in, my, in my yearbook, we had those things in the back where it would say, yeah. like, most likely to such and such. Um, I had actually... You had you had something to be like fame like most likely Famous. to be on TV or something like yeah. that or give me give me you go ahead and you go ahead and do your thing I'm gonna yeah. grab my yearbook yeah um I don't think I've ever been given anything kind of crazy like that or even kind of uh, just jokingly I don't think so not off the top of my head I'm way too I'm way too white bread of an individual for that I didn't even get an award for being white bread so like uh, I, didn't I, I get, can't like, say any of those random ones I just like I was in the middle of the pack in my school yeah no I, I, I just I don't think I, I ever achieved such lofty heights as most likely to uh, to shoot up a school well I think I think it was probably you know more on a comedy thing because there was one guy in in our school that wore black trench coats all the time and it yes. was like he was like he was like he was in the matrix but he yeah. wasn't like he wore black glasses and black long trench coats um and there was definitely that joke of like I wonder what he's got under his trench coat type thing obviously it's a joke in the right environment with the with the right friends in but context. when you're when you're making that public in an assembly, it's a little and, fucked up. You know yeah. that that doesn't seem right. Um, <laughs> That's like more shaming than. But you know what? The, it looks like you know Verlin was a good sport about it, and yeah. he didn't take it too personal. I'm just. Um, it's not even that. I'm just surprised the school fucking did it. Like I don't even know yeah. how that that came to be. Uh, that's just so crazy to me. All right, yeah, so I've got my yearbook here. I've got my yearbook, and I'm just trying to find the pages where you would see everybody. Mark said, here you go. Mark gave me one right now. Mark gave me one right now. Most likely to be hurt in a ceiling fan accident. That's you. That's me. I think I got the runner up for first, like uh, most likely to make a million. But the only reason I did, the main reason I didn't get it was because they wanted the joke. Um, They gave it to the other guy who got most likely to make a million. And he also was most likely to most likely to lose a million. Oh, (laughs) it gave them both. There you go. So he is Jewish. (laughs) <laughs> that's racist most likely to save a million yeah mo- yeah mostly yeah. <laughs> um man i'm trying to find this uh, oh here it is all right so these are the awards that i won so uh, i won most likely to marry for money okay why i got picked for that yeah um i also got most oh class clown yep. so i got class clown that's yep. fitting yep and i also got most tattoos and piercings <laughs> And most likely to be on television. There you go. The switch count yeah. is television. Close enough. Yes, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Close enough. It's got TV in the name. I'm gonna let. Man, I'll, I'm looking. I'll at, let it I'm pass. looking at these pictures. Look at this. Look, I'm gonna show you on the webcam here. Look at oh this. Oh boy. Look at me. Oh boy. Okay. I got it. That's me. What a player. Right there. What a player. <laughs> look at that. And look at the look at the blonde frosted tips. I don't know if you can tell from that. NSYNC was still in vogue. Look how look how skinny I was. Look at my arms. <laughs> look at how fucking frosted those tips yeah. are. Look at the Shout class outs. clown. Wearing, I used to wear my North Carolina stuff. I had my tongue pierced. <laughs> oh. That's Bree. I had a big crush on Bree. Uh, junior high, I had a huge crush on her. Um, high school, not so much, but junior high, man, I was like in love with this chick. But yeah. This is playing to nobody listening to this right now on iTunes, yeah. but Jeff is anyway, showing yeah. pictures of the things in his in his yearbook. 
The yep, throwback. So there it is. So there's all mine. Use those for the thumbnail. <laughs> it's weird. Weird looking back and seeing all these people. Oh yeah, all these uh, high schoolers there. I haven't seen ninety eight percent of them since I've left. I'm not well, particularly you, beat up about it. I haven't seen a lot of them in person, but yeah, I have some of them on Facebook. And you know what the crazy thing about all this is? Is um, everybody looks the same except just like twenty or thirty pounds heavier. Like everybody. That's like, pretty standard. Everyone yeah, just like got into relationships get, or something, and then you just yeah, put you on kids, thirty pounds. You, get, you just let it. You let it go. Yeah, that's yep. pretty much it. It's pretty much how it goes. Here. All right, what's the question? All right, this one's from our good buddy Jorbach. Okay, Jorbach. This one, uh, this one, I'm going to kind of rephrase, but um, it's it, the question itself was: Were you tormented by any particular boogeyman growing up? The way I'm interpreting this question is, is there something completely irrational but normal that you were totally unreasonably scared of when you were a kid? Like young kid or whatever. Uh, Like if you look back at it now, you're like, wow, why was I scared of that? Um, You know, I I had that one dream one time where I was seeing... It was the world's... I won't even go through the story because I think I've told it before, but I had seen like like a... a ghost or a demon or some shit on my TV screen. You know, when you're looking when you're looking at a television and you can see the reflection of it, you can see the room. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would look at the TV and it was angled at the hallway and my bed was half my bed was in the closet. And so my head would be in the closet but and the door was right beside me. I couldn't actually see, but I remember one time I saw, you know, I had a really bad nightmare cuz I used to have night terrors, so it was just like it was very vivid and I remember seeing it and it would get closer and closer till it was in front of my bed and ever since that night I would sometimes have to put a sheet over my television so when I was laying in bed I couldn't see a reflection of the hallway because I would always get scared that I would see the same thing again so that was it was like that for for a very long time probably like you know two or three years when I was maybe this was before I I I lived where where you grew up Adam but Mm. this I was probably like maybe nine to eleven maybe even 12 years old, um, had a problem with that. So I was really petrified about that. And I was also scared of the woods at night. So, like, I wouldn't want to go. I would go into the woods because it's funny. Wherever we used to live, we were always by the woods. Like, it was very – I don't know why, but it was, there was always woods, which I guess isn't that hard to do when you live here. In, yeah, you know, I was going to say, do you remember area. where you live? Yeah. There, there's trees and woods, but – um, it would hit a certain time, so it'd be like five or six at night, and the sun would be coming down, and I'd start to get anxious if I was like, you know, kind of deeper in the woods, mm-hmm. and I'd have to come back. And I wouldn't mind being a little bit in the woods as long as I could see the street lights or like see whatever. But I would like, you know, get freaked out. And there was a path that we used to take uh, when I used to live up in Cowie Hill, where the right up, right up by our house, you would take a path and would go basically cut all the way down to Herring Cove Road instead of having to walk all down. Uh, Cowie Hill and then up down through thing. I know this doesn't say anything to anybody, but I'm just painting a picture for Adam. But um, there there basically was a path through the woods. It was about a 10-minute walk, but it was a clear-as-hell path. Like, it was people walked this path all the time. It was relatively safe. Like, people didn't really get jumped or anything. But there was a few times where I needed to go to the store, and the fastest way to get to the store was to do the path. And uh, I would go down that path sometimes at night, and I would just run. Like I would just fucking <laughs> run, just petrified because it was the woods and it was at night and it was safe and there was times. I remember one time there was a guy walking up and all I could see was his cigarette and the cigarette was kind of floating as he was walking <laughs> and I was running down the path and I come to a to a halt and I think 
like he scared me, but I think I scared him. So it's <laughs> it's pitch black, right? And you could bear like your eyes were adjusting a little bit to the darkness. You could you could see the path, but I couldn't see him. I only could see the cigarette. And I stop, and we're probably about from here to the doorway, maybe a little bit further back, maybe the chairs. And he stops, and now the cigarette's just floating. And I don't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Like he's walking, right? And he's go he's probably thinking the fuck? What the fuck is this? You know, what's going on? And I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? And Why is there a floating I, cigarette? I literally back up. I start walking backwards like he obviously knew I was there, but I, <laughs> I, I, I was acting like he didn't he didn't know I was there. It was ridiculous. So I start walking backwards into the woods off the side of the path. And I just stand there like a statue by a tree. And then he just slowly starts walking. And as he's walking past me, he stops and the thing's floating. I'm starting to see his, my eyes are adjusting. I'm starting to see him. And he looks over at me and says, hey, man, I see you. And I'm like, yeah, man, I need, to take a, I need to take a piss. Right? And I just made up some stupid thing. And he was like, oh, okay. And he just kept walking. It was the most awkward exchange <laughs> That's that I've amazing. ever been in in my life. It was just, it was very weird. But I was just so sketched out. <laughs> That's amazing. I I don't know how many like irrational fears I had because I I wasn't one for like phobias or anything like that growing up. Um, uh, as far as like irrational fears go, I mean I I don't know. There was I'll I'll, I'll say this. I got uncomfortable, and this is only going to play to Canadians of a certain age age range. So for everyone else, this is going to make absolutely no sense. I'll try and describe it as best as possible. And we might have even talked about it here before. But there was a... It's basically, it was basically a, a public service announcement uh, commercial that they ran. <laughs> okay. Uh, back in the 90s. And, they ran, and it ran forever. And uh, it, was, it was for the war amps. The oh. war amputees. And... Um, it was. It's called what was his, what was his name Astor Astor or some shit the robot and it was basically this rope CGI you know nineties uh, robot running through jumping around what was essentially just a nonsensical um, foundry slash factory. There are. There's fucking molten metal. There's these big ass fucking buzz saws and shit. And he's like Neo matrixing himself through this whole thing and shit. And he was a, he was a creepy looking fucking robot to begin with. And then at one point he, he gets himself caught up. He fucks up and he gets himself caught up in a buzz saw. You're watching it like zooms in. He just straight up he just lops his arm off. He's a robot though. Obviously when you're a kid, you're like, you know, you don't lose your mind that much. But then like it cuts to him standing up. Uh, afterwards, and he's got his severed arm in one fucking hand, and he's he just looks at himself. He's all fucked up, and he like pops back in because he's a robot or whatever. Uh, and he's like, "My name's like Astor. I'm a robot, so I can you know repair myself. You can't, so play safe or some shit like that." And <laughs> and it was mortifying. It was fucking like it just he was so creepy, and 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 it wasn't like a happy-go-lucky cartoon style. It no. was dark. Fucking oh, yeah. like super dark and 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 it would come on like every fucking commercial break for years. Like if you were watching shit mid mid afternoon, 
You get to watch this robot fucking lose an, uh, lose a limb and then just strap it back on again so and be like, <laughs> if this was I'm you, you robot. wouldn't be able to just slap your arm back on. If this was you, you would bleed to death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get to put my arm back on. Play safe. Yes. So that, that was Whoa, so I wasn't fuck. like. I wasn't terrified or anything, but it creeped me. It creeped me the fuck out, uh, and probably an entire journey, which is probably their entire. Exactly, it was their you whole never idea. Fucked with a saw. You no. never fucked with a saw like Hell that. Hell no! So. You go hopping around an arbitrary foundry when you were a kid, Adam. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It was, a, it was a hot spot for the local children to go run around the foundry for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that that was mine. Did you have any panic? Yeah, my parents don't let me live this one down. Um, oh. Yeah, we call this one the answer machine because um, I mismatched okay. the answering machine with the air conditioner when I was younger. Excuse me? I was like three. I was like three. Okay. Um, All right. So my parents, like, uh, like the, our house would get really hot on like the upstairs floor. So mm-hmm. they would turn on the air conditioner before my brother and I would go to sleep. Um, I was dead set terrified of that damn machine. <laughs> so I would not sleep while that thing was running. So my parents would have to like turn it on before. But I would always scream like a banshee being like, no answer machine, no answer machine. Oh, and no. And this went on for like months until eventually I realized that it was harmless. <laughs> and did but, you, but, did, but how long did it take you to realize that it wasn't the answering machine? I found that out about three or four years later when my parents were telling me. About oh, okay, it. they dragged that one out. That was that yeah. was a that was a parental, they just like went with it. They that was they a parental inside joke. They laughed at your ass for four straight good years. They got Get some good up. giggles. I, I, I uh, just like they'd one. say it's the air conditioner. I'd be like answer machine. Oh my wow. good! Not even Lord. answering, just answer machine. So you, you that that was uh, that man. was your your furnace to Macaulay Culkin. Uh, was the was the pretty much the air conditioner answering machine? All right, one more question, because otherwise this is an extraordinarily yep. short rip. Uh, let's see what do we got here. <clears throat> oh, I like this one. What's the what do you got? Uh, you discover okay. This is from Cloud Cloudsler, okay. who okay. is a uh, ten dollar Patreon. Excellent. He said, "You discover you're the star of the Truman Show. Oh God! Life around you is fabricated, and everyone you know, and all your loved ones are actors. What okay. do you do? I mean, even a well-adjusted human being is gonna fucking." That's fucked up. Have some existen- existential freaking crisis going on there at that point. Uh, man. Oxy is an actor. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, honestly, I would probably go a bit loony. Like I'd, I, because at that point, even though you know it, it's, it's happening, how then, if you if you went that long without knowing, how then can you possibly discern when it's if it's happening again or if it's actually like reality and it's not yeah. just being fabricated for you? Um, so like the trust issues that would come out of that by itself would be just ridiculous for sure. So I'd probably be hyper paranoid at that point as to who was being sincere, legitimate, and then. Who, you know, or or are you just part of the show at that point? Yeah. 
Oh, man. I don't know, man. I'd probably lose my shit. I would probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually just don't know what I would do. I, 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 Yeah, I'd probably be the same way. I wouldn't trust anybody. But it's like, where are you going to go? Because everybody's in on the show. So it's at the same time, you're like the center of everything. Um, very, very be, weird. I'd probably terrible. just try and I probably would do what what Jim Carrey did on the yeah. show and just run and try yeah. and go to the end of the show yeah, and try and get, become break out and become free. I mean, at that, at what point, like, why else? What else are you going to do? Like, you just go. I would love to see a Truman Show um, sequel where we actually get to see him leave and what his life was like outside of the what show. Would you, what would you... Didn't they touch they, a bit on that? Actually, didn't they touch a bit on that with a Black Mirror episode? I'm not sure. I never watched uh, all of Black Mirror. Yeah, my, I, 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 I kind of had that thought where I wanted that too, but then the more I thought about it, I was like, what would the hook even be for that movie? Like, I wouldn't, I, I kind of liked the way they ended it and le- left it open because there, what would be the hook for going back to see a full-length movie about what happened to him afterwards? I don't know. I think it'd be like it, like maybe you know, actually meeting his real family or trying to figure out how to uh, get back into normalcy or whatever that is. And obviously, he's the most famous person like in the world. Um, so it'd be interesting. I'm not sure how you'd make a movie. I mean, Hollywood yeah. can make scripts on whatever, but um, it, I, you know, what? At the same time, I do like the fact that we don't know because it, that that does it does leave questions in the air. It's like, well, what happened when he did leave? Like, you know, you know what happened when he left? And- he turned into what Jim Carrey is right now. <laughs> there you go. Jim Carrey. He's got just that documentary. Es- out. Like, yes, he had, he, a uh, Jim Carrey escaped the Truman show and he is now living the real Jim Carrey life. As, as we speak, he has broken free and, uh, he had, uh, Jim had a, for all intents and purposes, a massive life philosophy change in a very short, short period mm-hmm. of time. And he went full tilt and he seems to be pretty happy right that now. That guy's extremely talented when it comes to painting. Yes, he's an artistic. I mean, I think I, I think like most most of, I, I guess, the, the best comedians, most of the best comedians are some of the most intelligent and 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 probably uh artistic people in the acting space more so than even like the guys that stick to the drama or whatever yeah. um so it doesn't shock me that he's like that he was like low key a fucking paint god <laughs> but uh i mean he's he's gone full on like buddhist uh, dropped a ton of weight, barely looks like himself anymore, aged 15 years inside of two. Uh, but but whenever you hear him talk, he seems like he's at peace with himself and he's looked at his entire career as, as him uh, putting on a fake version of whatever... Well, it's what you do as an actor. Exactly. So he said, <laughs> I, I think that, that like when he was in, when he was interviewed recently, and I was watching some of this stuff the other night, actually, he said something along the lines of, this is paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, you know, you put on all these faces for acting, and at some point, you 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 lose, you know, who is Jim Carrey? He, he said he, he was asking himself or whatever that question. It's like, who the fuck is Jim Carrey? I've been all these people. I've been Ace Ventura. I've been, you know, the Truman Show. I've been this. I've been that. I just, whatever. And people, people 
have a an association of who Jim Carrey is, but I don't know who the fuck Jim, Jim Carrey is. And so he had like this, like it just sounds like a massive, you know, internal 180. But didn't yeah, he, he have he, like he, some... He talked about like whenever he'd go on to stage, like... He'd be like, after the show, he'd be like, man, I thought I had it under control, but then, like, the inner guy came out, and, like, he's the crazy one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he talked about how that was always a struggle, because he, like, he wasn't sure who was really him. Yeah, like, which, you know, after the 90s, it looked like, it looked like whenever you had an interview and shit, Jim, or even, like, in Living Color, which would have spawned, eventually, the the character that was Ace Ventura, which became Jim Carrey. At that point, that's what you saw in all the interviews, even if he was doing like a serious movie, uh, like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And he was interviewed for that fucking it wasn't it wasn't Jim from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind come out. It was it was Ace Ventura come out the woodwork in, in an interview. And so, yeah, it was, it was super interesting. He's always been a kind of an interesting dude uh, for sure. But now he's just like, I mean, he's, he's gone almost the deep end for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, he's almost he's gone so far crazy. that crazy. you're like, but at the same time, I can't hate. You know, he seems to hey, have found some shit. Himself, sure, man. Then go, go nuts. Do your thing. Do, do your thing. Do your thing, Jimmy. <laughs> do, do your thing. Do you think that he'll ever do another movie? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah? He'll do a few more, I think. I think so. Do you think he'll avoid comedy now that <sighs> he's kind of in this state? Or do you think comedy is his comfort zone where, where even I though- I think he'll he, do some darker comedy stuff, but yeah. like not necessarily his more crazy slapstick stuff, but I think he'll, he'll do more. Do you guys ever- I, I, look at, uh, I look at actors, you know, this happens more when actors pass away or when they have such massive changes in personality or whatever at certain points in their career. Do you guys ever look back at the movies that they did and then go, oh, wait a minute. This kind of was like the 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 foreshadowing for what was coming, or or this character that they did in this movie seemed to be most representative of who the person actually was, but they never actually got to be that person outside of film type shit. It's like I think I I'd mentioned this earlier with Robin Williams, where yeah, like that was the one that came to mind, uh, where you know some of his more serious roles that he did, you look back and you go, oh wait a minute, we were just Robin wasn't really acting all that much here. We were just getting actual Robin Williams here on on display, but because we were so used to Robin Williams, we th- well, what we thought Robin Williams was, you know, the crazy, over-the-top, fucking uh, can't keep his mouth shut for 0.2 seconds, you know, just go, 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 that we didn't recognize it, and we just thought he killed it. But in reality, you like it's for me, I watched Good Will Hunting, and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm watching Robin Williams. I'm not watching whatever fucking character this is, I'm watching like the closest representation of what Rob Williams was internally, like emotionally speaking at that point in his life until, you know, the end of it here more recently. Um, but do you guys ever get that with any other actors? Like the, the most recent for me was definitely Robin. And to a degree now with Jim's whole swap, when you know, I look back at some of the more serious films he did, I can see some parallels there in in Jim's movies, does that happen to you guys with any other actors that you can think of? I don't really look that far into it. I I think everybody, actors or even everyday people, put on oh, everyone some kind does. of yeah, you know, put on some kind of face depending on the situation you're in. And then yep. when the door is closed and it's you and yourself, um, only you know, well, who you are. 
Um, and if you're putting on, I mean, I've definitely been in positions where I've put on an act or I've put on a, you know, whatever, oh, yeah. a face. Um, in a, but yeah, I mean, it's in, in, same Michael Keaton, actually, if you think about it, if you see his portrayal in Birdman and also what he did, if you, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I'm like, I think it's called The Founder. Mm-hmm. Like he, that was a good movie. I liked The Founder, yeah. the McDonald's movie. Yeah, but pretty much I was like watching that and I'm like, you know what? Like the parts where he was like kind of like grappling with what he was going to do with his life, you look at him and he's like, you know what? I can see Michael Keaton kind of doing that because he's only recently had his resurgence back in acting. There was that long period in the middle where he didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, how much is that as acting? Mm-hmm. Same with um in Birdman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't really look at it all that much. I've just whatever. I don't really think hard about it, but it just it hits me when the time comes, like I, like yeah. when Robin passed, and then I, you go back. Yeah, and I mean, you it's watch like if somebody and, you know you know commits suicide or something like that. You know, you know, talking about Robin Williams. Yeah. But I mean, even even in everyday life, it's even if it was like you know somebody that you knew personally or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you make the same. You, you make go, the same realizations. You go, oh, you know, now I see it. You yeah, know, I, why didn't I? Why didn't I pick up on this before? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and then you know you feel bad or whatever the case may be. But um, usually you can see it, but usually it's too late. It's 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 unless they're reaching out for help or. Um, they, or they become a Jim Carrey where they publicly go out and say, Hey, you know what? This was all a, a ruse. This is, this was not who I am. And I, and a lot of times they don't even realize it. They don't even know that, you know, and I think with acting is, it's a, it's a great, even, even with roles that they can pick, it's great therapy. I would imagine for them to finally be themselves yeah. or give a part yeah. of themselves in a way that they can come out of the closet with whatever they're they're dealing with, but they're doing but it in a character where they don't have to admit to anything. Yeah. It's like they can let it out and and act not even act, but but you know, unleash that. And sometimes that's where you get the rawest uh and, and that's when you get when you see some Oscar type yeah, stuff. Yeah, because exactly, you go, yeah. Wow, you know, look at this. Look look at how this is you know, going, you know, if fucking Leonardo DiCaprio came out and said, you know, I hate black people and you go, oh, my God, you know, the the, was, the scene that he did in Django Unchained just makes sense. It's really funny. So much go, worse now. It's really know? funny that you say that you say that, though, because I was going to bring that up, but not in the sense that he's a racist, but the. The Which hot, I don't think he is. But no, I'm saying no. But the would, hot temper that that character had, oh my God, I think yes. that's Leonardo DiCaprio inside when he like. I think I think Leo's got a fucking temper that not everyone gets to see. But how I mean, you saw it in The Departed too. Yeah, you can't. You don't. You yeah. don't get to just crush it. No matter how good of an actor yeah. you are, you don't just get to crush a glass with your fucking hand and keep going and go through all that without that being part of who you are somewhere yeah. on yeah, some just let level. It go. Yeah, you just you just let it go. You can't. If I did that to my hand, the first thing I'm acting the scene that would pull me out so fucking fast. Unless unless You're I like, was truly fucking. Oh God, why? Just yeah, that came from somewhere. <laughs> he was probably like, what "I want I my Oscar." Ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give it to me now. Like, think of yeah. something that makes you truly angry, Leo. Oh my goddamn Oscar! And ah. I think I think actors do these uh, yeah. pick certain roles as well for for kind of the headspace that they're in. It yeah. probably makes their work easier where they can just go ahead and do that when they can they can become more of those characters. <laughs> so at some point, Leo was like, "I just need to eat a raw animal heart." 
<laughs> Maybe that'll give me the O. Maybe I'll get over on the animal heart part. That'll be good, right? What if I actually dry heave because I'm literally eating an animal heart? Do you think that'll go over well enough? Yeah. That'd get the Academy's fucking rocks off if I just start trying to eating eat a fucking animals. actual animal heart. Yeah. Oh, bless the guy. He he put in a lot of work for it. It happened yeah, though. That he did. That he did. It finally happened. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it on that lovely note. Uh, go and find your own animal heart and uh, give it a rip. There you go. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, we'll be seeing you guys next week again on the live stream side, Wednesday, eight p.m. Eastern time. We'll we tweet out about it. it. Uh, we'll move it up. Yeah, we'll we'll tweet out about it. But hey, we got some Patreon producers. I didn't actually catch if there's been some some swings on this, so. I will double check that right now. <clears throat> Just to make sure. I don't think so. I think this is I think pretty we much had the a same. New 250. I think we had a new 250 and we lost 100. Oh, did we but, swap uh, around a bit? I'm seeing, I'm looking so, at it bit. right now. The mm. site should auto update, shouldn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. looking. Well, that's what I'm looking at right now. And it just looks like it's pretty much the same. I, I, okay. But uh, regardless, I'll read it off the website and then whatever's on the screen, if it matches up. There you go. Convenient. Bam. <laughs> so uh hey guess what jetrix is still basically paying for all oh, of our God. lives right now mm. uh sitting at that that 500 dollar spot continuously postal panda apparently also not giving up the solo 250 on this yeah, list um chico who is not up on the site is a two hundred and fifty dollar pledger now as that well. must have literally just happened because this, this thing updates daily, doesn't it? This update, I think it's even shorter cycle than that. So nah, it said it was on December twelfth. He became a pledger of two fifty. Really? So, oh, yeah. I wonder if it's. Uh, mm, I don't know what the cycle is then. Maybe it's every few days or something. Yeah, we'll check uh, the API. So what key. was the? So what was the name again? His name's uh, uh, Checo C H E C O two fifty. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. Two fifty. Not solo then. Is Postal Panda. Because we've got Chico, Checo, Chiso, Chorizo, Cheese Fries, whatever the name is. (laughs) Uh, But thank you, sir. That's fucking amazing. And we appreciate it. Frycy, Derek P, Naily, Adam B. That kind of that kind of rhymed there for a second. We got we had like a little a little up and down on the Jamaican J, Ice Wolfie. Jorbach, Lars M, Toad of Steel, Matthew uh, Matthew M, I should say, and Xavier A. Thank you all, ladies and gents, for the support. Most of these names have just basically been camping here, except for Cheese Fries. Cheese Fries is brand new, but for everyone else, apparently there's MasterCard and maybe Visa and American Express and whatever else they've been maxing out to stay in these positions for as long as they've been. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you all. You're amazing. We will be seeing you guys next week again. Live stream Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We will tweet it out. And uh, until then, have yourself uh, a lovely ramp up into the Christmas holiday. We're getting there. Buckle down. Drink three times as much coffee and alcohol if necessary to get to the the end of the road before uh, you get to take a break. And uh, until we see you next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a good one, and peace! Um.